Hey everybody, it's Brock Falk, and I want to thank you for listening to this message from Heritage Church of Christ. We would be thrilled to share more content like this with you and make it easy for you to share it with others. You can find more messages like this on our podcast, or you can download our smartphone app by searching for Heritage Church of Christ in your app store. But most importantly, I hope this message encourages you to take a next step toward a thriving relationship with Jesus. Enjoy. It was just read for you about how the Lord's love endures forever. And so you're going to hear from Jan Arthur and Janet McLean and Melissa Johnston and John Sanchez and Jason Newton. And each one of them has spent some time reflecting on how they have seen the Lord's enduring love demonstrated in their life over the past year. I hope that what they share and the reflections that they bring this morning will be a blessing to you, and I look forward to seeing you next Sunday. Good morning. My name is Melissa Johnston, and I attend Heritage with my husband, Chad, and our children, Taylor, Nolan, and Jaden. When I look back on this past year for what I'm thankful for, there were several things that came to the top of my mind. First, I am thankful for my family. Taylor moved back home in August and will graduate from college next month. Nolan moved back in October and has been able to find a job as a chef, which he loves. I'm so thankful to have them back home under the same roof so we're all together again. This has taken a little time to get back in the rhythm, but is so wonderful. Second, I am thankful for the women's ministry here at Heritage. I am thankful for Rhonda's leadership and for all the women that work so hard to have events for us during the year to foster building relationships with one another. I was able to be a member of the women's ministry team this past year and have seen God's love deeply embedded in this group of women and that love shared with so many. It is it has been a joy to be able to build relationships with many of these women this year, many of whom I did not know their name or anything about them prior to being a member of the women's ministry team. Finally, I am thankful for the library books we call the Bible. I've read the Bible, but have never committed to reading the Bible in one year. Toward the end of 2022, I saw several social media posts from both friends and family about the Bible reading plan called The Bible Recap with Tara Lee Cobble and the corresponding podcast. This is a Bible plan to read chronologically through the Bible in one year. I decided to give it a try. I didn't know it at the time I started reading, but found out a few weeks later that my mother was doing the same plan, but she was reading the book instead of listening to the podcast. On many occasions this year, I have so enjoyed talking with her about what we read or what we learned, what we agreed on and what we disagreed on. What is also great for me about listening to the Bible and listening to the podcast is if I do not have time in the day to sit and read, or I'm dealing with dogs or laundry or cleaning or whatever, I can pick a version of the Bible in the YouVersion app and have the Bible read to me and then listen to the podcast. Most mornings, I am able to sit and listen to the reading of God's Word and follow along in my Bible. However, some mornings, I listen on the way into work, and on other days, I do not read at all, but am able to catch up the next day or a few days later. later. The flexibility and options are wonderful. Now, this is not a commercial for the plan. I just wanted to share with you what has been working for me this year and what has been such a blessing. 
In reading through the Bible this way, I have been able to listen and read about how good God is through thousands of years and his unconditional love for us all. Thank you. Good morning, church. My name is John Sanchez, and I attend, been here for most of the last nine years. I've moved around a few times, so had a couple of stints away. But I attend with my four kids, Caitlin, Lincoln, Gabby, and Millie. When Brock first asked me to talk about what I'm thankful for over the last 12 months, and he limited me to only three to five minutes. So it really narrowed down what I can talk about. So naturally my mind started to think about milestones in my life. And you know, what are the major events that have happened in the last 12 months? And I didn't really have a lot of milestones in the last 12 months. My wife and I started new jobs two and three years ago. We adopted what we refer to as our bonus kids two and three years ago. So this year has been more of kind of settling into a routine, which in and of itself is a blessing. But as I started to think through what's changed for me over this year, I started to think about how I've gotten more involved in the church. And a little bit more than a year ago, I started to attend Jim Hackney's virtual small group where we meet on Zoom once a week. And I liked it so much, I went out and joined a second small group and started attending Clint's in-person small group. So both of those have been great, but different. And I've appreciated both of them. I've also joined the missions committee a little bit more than a year ago. And they lured me in with barbecue. So I went to the first meeting, little confession, Andy. Uh, so I went to the first meeting, but I kept going even when they stopped serving barbecue. So I get credit for it in my mind. But I've gotten to know new people, and I've gotten to know familiar faces in a different way and in a different context. So both of those things have been good for me. So this year hasn't really had those big milestones for me, those anchors in your life. But one of our core values for my work is grow 1% each day. And it's really about making those small steps day in and day out to get better and to work more toward the person you want to become. So this year hasn't been a year of milestones, but it has been a year of small steps, making the, the small improvements, but those are so easily overlooked. As I was thinking back on my year, those small steps were overlooked because I was looking for the milestones. But it's important to recognize and appreciate all of those small steps, to make an, a conscious effort to turn around and look back and see the accumulation of those steps and where you've come from and to see the aggregate growth that you've had even though you haven't had those major benchmarks. So I encourage you guys to look back, not just at the major events, but to look back at all of the minor events that have gotten you here to where you are today. 
and to who you are today. My name's Janet McLean, and I've been attending Heritage for several years now. Uh, we worship here with my family, my husband, kids, grandkids, and we are truly blessed to be here. When Brock asked me to share our testimony, I told him I didn't want to do it, because I'm not a public speaker. I'll talk to you all day one-on-one, -on -one, but in a crowd, I'm kind of like. But as I stand before you, I'm thankful because I feel like God does want me to share what we've been through and how he's helped us along the way. There were times this last year that I doubted what was gonna happen in our lives. My husband Rico was my rock. Never for a minute did he doubt. One thing is for sure, God's love and his mercy endures forever. When I sat back and thought about it, I said, he has never left us. The scripture says, the redeemed of the Lord should say so. So I'm saying so, he's never left us. His mercy, his love, his goodness endures forever. Because of this, we are blessed, each and every one of us. We've had some things happen this last year that were really very devastating. Had we let it get us down, I wouldn't be standing here before you. I'm gonna admit, brothers and sisters, I wasn't always as confident as I should have been. I have a praying family here at Heritage, and I have friends and family that pray for us all the time. I know God hears their prayers. Because of what happened to us in the past, there were decisions we needed to make so that our family could move forward and be okay. I say all that to say this. Those of you out there that sometimes doubt that God is listening, don't. He's always here. Unfortunately, sometimes it takes bad things to happen to us for us to remember that he has not forgotten us or left us. Now on a lighter note, I feel truly blessed because God allowed us, my husband and I, to be able to go back to my home in London, which is where I was born and grew up as a teenager. I've not been back in over 50 years, so it was truly special. And it's only because of its goodness and its blessings. Never in this lifetime did I think I was gonna make it back there. He not only blessed us to go to London, as God does, he moves in ways that we don't see coming. He allowed us to go to Spain and Portugal for a week at a time. It's only because of his goodness and his blessings. He allowed us to keep moving forward and not stand still. This I know, God is real. His goodness is real. Had it been this time last year, we would have never made it. He showed me different. And for that, I'm truly grateful and will always be grateful. I will continue to know that he cares and loves us 
as goodness shows through everything we do and who we are. Through all the difficulties, our families has grown closer to God and we've grown closer to each other. Thank you. Jan Arthur, the short one. <clears throat> I've attended Heritage for about seven years now. I was drawn in by the Women of Faith, a unique class that meets on Sunday mornings. Uh, currently, I, it's my privilege to help lead that class. And I just want to tell you our age range is 26 to 94. So, um, I am blessed by these women every Sunday morning. And I also, more recently, uh, am serving on the missions committee. And I love mission work, and I really miss it when we're not meeting. So um, I feel very blessed to uh, be here today. And when Brock asked us, how does Psalm 107 resonate in my heart? regarding events of this past year. The repeated thought in 107 is first stated at verse six and it says, then they cried out to God in their trouble and he brought them out of their distress. This 2023 year began with an incident that practically qualifies me as the poster child for this verse. It was mid-morning, and I went out to water the 32 new shrubs, which were replacements for the 32 mature ones that had been killed by the Arctic vortex. The yard guy had neglected to connect back the water hose to the soaker hose system he had installed to help me keep them watered. So, not with the best attitude, I fully turned on the hose, hoping I could hand water them a bit, but the hose was woefully short to reach some of the shrubs. So I yanked it hard from the right, fell, gravity one. I was down with a broken right wrist and I was being soaked by a water hose. Now, let me explain why I didn't just jump up with what I had left. It wasn't because I'm old, which was very true, but it was rather due to sustained injuries in an auto crash back in 2019, which left me without balance on the right side. So how do I know God prepared my unique rescue from this event well in advance? Are you ready? My house purchased in 2017 was located on the east end facing north. The north neighbor across the street had made herself a friend. We shared cell numbers, but with her car gone, she was not at home. Across the street on the east side lived a busy young family, and I really hadn't been acquainted with them. 
It seemed the husband traveled for work and was rarely home, and the young mother of two left home often just to be with family. However, two years ago, this young woman had randomly walked across the street when she saw me out on the sidewalk, gave me her cell number, and said in a friendly manner, call me if you need anything. I politely added her to my list, thinking I probably would never need to use it. And now I knew I needed immediate help. The water was rising. I lamented to the Lord, what do I do? Surprisingly, he reminded me, my cell phone was in my left pocket, the only spot I could have managed since my dominant right hand had a wrist broken and was in great pain. Then I looked up, I was facing east with the young neighbor's home full of view. I struggled awkwardly with my left hand and trying to remember her name, I managed to open my contact list and hallelujah, it was Amber. Okay, so I called her, she answered and said, I'll be right there. She crossed the street, entered my gate, turned off the water faucet and then skillfully lifted me up. She got my soaked and wet self safely inside then called my son and stayed with me until he could arrive, which was a good hour later. While we waited for him, I had to ask her, Amber, how did you know how to lift me correctly without hurting yourself? Oh, she said, when I worked, I was a nurse's aide. So then I asked, how is it you can stay here with me? Aren't your children at home? Well, she said, my husband is having a rare office at home day, and he said he would watch them. Give thanks to the Lord for his wonderful deeds and his loving acts for mankind. I've heard it taught, and I am convinced that we who live now in this very broken, mixed up world were destined to live at this time. Through Christ, we were changed to do good works. So we are indebted to God, who daily loads us with benefits, according to Psalm 68, and so that makes us not subject to man. Psalm 107 concludes with a thought, ponder these things. So if you struggle like uh, Jan does, remembering your neighbor's names, or really like I do, um, you'll realize that all your, of your neighbors should have the last name of neighbor uh, in your phone. So Janet across the street from me, her last name is neighbor. Uh, Michael is neighbor, and then Noel is Noel neighbor. Because when I don't remember their names, I just search neighbor and all my neighbors come up. So just a little tip for you guys today. 
If you don't know who I am, um, if you've had a child in the children's ministry for the last eight to ten years, um, you should know my name. My name is uh, Amy's husband, and so I'm lucky, lucky to be married to my uh, beautiful wife, Amy, who's our children's minister. My name is Jason Newton. Uh, we've had uh, three wonderful boys raised in this church uh, for the last 17 years or so, and still are raising one um, that's in the seventh grade. As I looked back um, this past year when, when Brock asked, um, you know, how could I think of God's unfailing love and what am I thankful for this past year? Um, I actually did a lot of what John was doing. I was thinking of those milestones. But to get to those milestones, what I needed to do was think about some of the things that um, we've suffered through over the last several years um, to, to get there. So I'm going to keep it to the script so that my eyes uh, don't leak. I believe our family has felt the unfailing love from God by the way he has allowed our family to grow this year. As some may know, our family suffered the loss of two members several years ago. First, my brother in 2017, and then my mother in 2018. This has obviously left a tremendous hole in our family, and it's been difficult for everyone getting over their loss. However, God is good, and we know that God has a plan for our family. Late last year, we learned of our oldest son Cole's plan to propose to his girlfriend Shelby. So as this took place and they were planning to marry this year, they crafted a plan to have a very intimate ceremony with immediate family. They wanted to be able to tell their story to their kids one day of an elopement. So they decided to get married outside of Las Vegas in the Red Rock Mountain area. If you've never seen it, it's gorgeous uh, just outside the city. Um, and it keeps you out of trouble when you're out there and not, not on the strip. So in February, we made our way to Las Vegas and witnessed the incredible union between Cole and Shelby on a very cold day in the mountains. God's beauty was all around us, and his plan was being carried out by these two young believers. As the ceremony started, um, it began to snow uh, on us, and snow coming down in the mountains as the backdrop uh, to this beautiful wedding was... Um, it's hard to put into words. We're so proud of Cole and Shelby as they continue to figure out the direction God has them going in. They are student ministry leaders and absolutely love and adore the way that they can help shape the youth at this church. We're so excited to gain a beautiful daughter-in-law in Shelby. She has been an incredible addition to our crazy family. We have felt God's love through our relationship with Shelby. Just two days after Cole and Shelby's wedding, we were blessed again to hear of our niece, Bailey, giving birth to her first child, Atlas. For those that don't know, um, Bailey is my brother's oldest daughter. And the birth of Atlas uh, made my father a great-grandfather for the very first time. So as that fourth generation came into our family and um, thinking through uh, the loss of my brother and him not being there to, to welcome his grandchild, um, it makes it that much more impactful to see God's love as we surround that baby. And as he gets passed around uh, during all the events and holidays and uh, Thanksgiving Day, it, it's uh, impossible not to feel um, God's enduring love um, around the family. I know we will always have to experience loss in this life. Some of us have experienced our fair share this past year. However, this past year, God has also shown his love to us by adding two amazing family members into our lives. We're so blessed to experience this growth in our family. 
We pray for continued growth in the coming years in whatever way God sees fit. His love endures forever.